Like, that's a lot of gaming. Keep up the all-nighters. That is... I don't think people understand how much gaming that is. All right, everybody. Welcome back to Parents vs. Gaming. This is episode 63. I am James the Third, joined by Kia Kane. I'm going to introduce you, Kia, and let you know uh, if you're listening audio later in the week or you're watching us on YouTube, we do record these live one Sunday a month. And Kia, let everyone know where they can find you. Twitch.tv backslash Kia Kane 0801. Um, and you can usually find me Tuesday, Thursdays, and Saturdays. You can tell it's a little bit later. It's our third episode recording tonight because <laughs> Kia went from the uh, being very excited and very loud to be oh, it's to being very quiet. It's Twitch. <laughs> She's like her ASMR. It's Twitch. Be quiet. Twitch. TV slash Kia. <laughs> you can hear me but typing here. Listen, um, it also doesn't help that my family has also gone to bed already. Yeah, same. Um, same. I'm downstairs, so... not in a, in a not in a closed off bedroom <laughs> anymore, so I have to do be a little bit aware of that. Yeah. So um, this is probably going to be a little bit faster episode, but we want to dive back into. I know the last couple of weeks we talked about Kick and we talked about um, the games that we we're playing. Uh, we went over Scum and Small Land and things like that. So now we're going to go back into a kind of a parenting tip topic, and this topic is. Uh, what happens to kids' brains when they play video games, according to a psychologist? First of all, amazing title. Um, this is by Emma Singer. You can find this on purewow.com. I will put the link in the description. I just Googled uh, stuff uh, about uh, parenting and video games and kids and stuff, and this came up. But we won't go through... I'm not going to sit here and, and bore everyone and go through the entire thing, um, but I kind of want to talk about or show you what it is the concept of it so obviously kid this comes up a lot um when you talk about your you know your what happens to your kids brains do you get this i know you mod for a couple of channels and you probably have other parents that have kids and they might they might reach out to you do you have a lot of people that worry about that video games are ruining the kid's brain what's your initial thought before we dive into this okay so on my end your mic cut out horribly so i have no idea what you asked me oh no Oh, I honestly, I think it's literally just me because I know a lot of people say they can hear you. Um, so I think it's for some reason it's on my end. Um, like I said, I it's your amazing Discord. need to uh, uninstall and reinstall <laughs> Discord. Um, you were just asking my opinion. Just your on, opinion on, on people saying, you know, video games are going to rot your kids brains. Don't let them play. You know, what's it your really first? I want you to ask me that question. So basically you want me to <laughs> about like whether people think about like ruining kids. Yes. Okay. All right. Because it literally cut out right as you started saying that. <laughs> I'm like, it really doesn't want me to know what he's asking. <laughs> yeah, apparently. Apparently. Um, the joys of techni uh, technology and its wonderful, wonderful difficulties. Um, mm, no, it won't ruin your child. Um, <laughs> that's just my opinion. Um, now, I do feel like you definitely have to moderate your children because um, children do not know how to moderate themselves quite yet. Um, so definitely... I mean, don't just let them and sit there and play video games all day long and do nothing yeah. else. Again, um, we say everything in moderation. <laughs> everything in moderation. That is like our slogan. <laughs> everything yeah. in moderation. Um, so, yeah, I, I don't think it will ruin a child. Um, now, if you let the child sit there and play games from sunup to sundown and they don't do anything else, um, it could become harmful. So. 
All right, so let's dive into this a little bit. It does. Can you hear me now? Is yeah, it okay? I can like a Verizon yeah, commercial. It's fine now. Um, yeah, now. <laughs> it talks about you know it just talks about the subject of video games and their effect on the developing brain has long been of interest to parents. Will that PlayStation steal your tween's innocence and ruin him for years to come? When should you lay down the law and unplug the Xbox? Are these violent games going to create a monster? Listen, this is clearly a PlayStation fan because they talk about unplugging the Xbox, but they didn't say any of that about PlayStation. For the PlayStation, I know. Yeah, ridiculous. That's, it's just the hate on Xbox is nonstop, even when they're trying I to mean, write an article about your brain. Um, <laughs> I, I do like how it says here, first, the good news. Video games are no longer regarded as the root of all evil by the scientific community. That is a huge plus for the gaming community. In fact, recent research suggests that playing video games can actually be beneficial for kids. But don't abandon those screen time rules just yet, friends. Instead, keep reading for a more complete picture of what happens to kids' brains when they play video games, the good, the bad, and the ugly. Now, it goes on. It kind of talks about the brain. The brain's reward center lights up, and it talks about, you know... Uh, getting that uh, uh, dopamine yes. effect that you're going to have. That's probably the biggest thing I would take from this this first part. It really goes, it really kind of dives into that and what um, different studies that they've done and, and how just the exciting things that can, that games are able to grab your attention. You know, if you read a book, you're kind of at the pace that you're reading and it can kind of be too much. But a game is like, you know, some, some of the very successful TV shows are the same way, right? Like they just, yes. it's just flash, 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 constant. Mm-hmm. And, and before you can even really understand what's going on, sometimes you're already on to the next thing. So yeah. just constant uh, content. So your brain is just soaking all this in. And again, I don't know how many times we have to say this, but that's why you really need to do the moderation. You know, should you let your kid play Fortnite for seven hours a day? No, but can you let them play for 30 minutes after school before they then have to go do homework? Yeah, maybe it relax, maybe it calms them down, you know, does a little bit of, of different stuff, yeah. helps them relax, or maybe they just get excited, then maybe they have dinner, then they do some homework. So again, set the limits, but let your kids do the limits. You know, we had yeah. um, US Bobber, he used to be on the show with us in, in past years. And he, one of the things he does with his kids, which I really, really like, and I'll probably do with Parker, is he gives his kids an X amount of time per day. Now, how they choose to use those hours or the time that they have to game, it's obviously shorter on school and then more, sometimes more on the weekends. But whatever limit they get for that day, if they decide to use it all at nighttime, that's when they can use it. If they decide to use it all in the morning before school, that's when they use it. But when that time is up, the time is up. But it allows them to kind of create their own schedule, which yeah. I always think is, is pretty interesting. Kia, your thoughts on kind of the, the brain getting lit up with video games? Um, okay, so... Um, <laughs> my, I like the whole making your own schedule type thing. Uh, my kid has actually been very good about making his own schedule. Like he's always been really good with it and he can always tell when, um, something's bothering him too much or he needs to do something because I've instilled in him. If something's making you angry, you need to take a break. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, so, and that applies not just with video games. It applies with his schooling too. So I homeschool. And there are times, and some days he has, like, some days he gets a little more frustrated easily, or uh, easier than others, and then other days he just flies through his stuff. Um, so there are days where he gets, like, super frustrated with his schoolwork, like, whatever he's doing, whether he's having a hard time, he's not processing the information like he normally does or whatever, and he starts it, um, exhibiting those signs of frustration. I'll stop him, and I'll be like, okay, take a deep breath. And I'll be like, okay, are you getting frustrated? And he's like, yes. And I said, okay, go take a break. 
And that break is whatever he wants, whether he wants to have a snack, um, go sit down and watch a little bit of his TV show or play a little bit of a a game or even go play with his own toys Mm -hmm. um, or go jump on the trampoline, run around outside, you know, like whatever it is. He gets a a little bit of a break and then he will come back and he'll be like, "Okay, mom, I'm ready to sit down and do the rest of it. And he instantly starts getting his his like he starts processing it better so sometimes it's just they need that break so their brain can just stop for a second and just shut off for just just a few minutes just to like reset like a hard reset kind of thing Mm -hmm. and sometimes that works really well now i'm not going to say that works for everybody i'm not going to say it works for every kid or every situation um so, yeah, but I can say that applying those rules, even when it comes to like gaming and your, and their schoolwork, it's wonders because my son. So last weekend we ran a customs game with a friend of mine. Um, he really wanted to let Kane play with him and Kane really wanted to show one of his friends how to play Pathfinder, which is an apex legend. And, um, he came into the room at one point was like, mommy, I'm getting really upset and I need to eat something. I'm hungry. He's like, so this is going to be my last game. And that was it. Yeah. And I said, okay. You know, so he went, he played the last game. He got off of it. And I had told the friends, I said, he just, he's frustrated and he needs something to eat. And he knows that that's what's causing the problem. And so he, he recognized it. Now my child is seven years old and he recognized that he had a problem and what the problem was and what would fix it. But by setting those limits that you've done and the moderations that you've set mm-hmm. over time, that's how he was able to eventually get to that on his yes. own. Like it, it's not like he started like that. And that's no. where you can get this. I mean, the biggest thing, I mean, even right here in the article, the last sentence, uh, the biggest takeaway video games serve up so much pleasure that without setting limits on gaming time, kids are at a risk of getting hooked on a dopamine rush that few other activities can provide. And that's the biggest red flag when it comes to gaming is that games are designed to get you hooked in a way that they provide they can provide this dopamine rush so you got to learn how to balance that but they can get that dopamine rush from things that aren't gaming and you have the same issues so it's not that gaming Mm -hmm. is is evil but that's why you want to learn how to set the limits to allow them because you you want them to to have that feeling yes they just don't want to get you know, hooked on that feeling. Um, yeah. This article goes on to talk about the prefrontal cortex is the activated uh, boost of uh, cognition. So you get into a lot more of this, the science patterns here. Um, sleep patterns. That is something that you should be aware of. Again, this is why, you know, we're on, usually we're on here defending on how you should allow your kid to play more video games. I'm going to look the other way here and, and again, reinforce that moderation and pay attention to what your kid's playing because if they're constantly excessive gaming, you're going to run into the insomnia, the poor sleep quality. This is probably me. This is a lot due to blue light exposure. Now, what's great about the blue light stuff, if they wear glasses, you can get blue light glasses. That's what my glasses are. You can set your monitors to blue light. So maybe most technology, even phones now have a blue light setting. Yeah. So look into things like that that can really help. And and don't, the the thing that gets confused with that, I hear this a lot. People use the, oh, I I use the blue light when it's nighttime. What do you, no, use it all the time. Like put that setting on all the time. Yeah. Uh, I actually get less headaches now that I wear my glasses that have the blue light stuff in the, in the yeah. lenses. Um, it talks here about the attention spans might suffer. Again, this gaming to me isn't, isn't causing them to have. It's like we just talked about the ADHD. If you want to go back and watch that, that was a couple of weeks ago. We talk about do games cause ADHD? Games do not cause ADHD. But the reason that parents don't understand video games think that 
is that when a kid that has ADHD or is diagnosed with it, the video game keeps their attention. You just talked about that. We talked about that at the beginning of this episode of just how it's just one thing after the other, after the other, after the other. So some kid that has ADHD is able, the game will keep their attention span. Now, if you don't moderate that and let them just run wild with it, now it seems to be their one thing that's constant in their life that is able to keep their attention. So it seems like they're addicted. They're not even necessarily addicted to the game. They're addicted to the thing that's able to keep their attention. Um, aggressive behavior. This is probably the biggest thing that I would say that this, this part right here is probably where video games started to get their bad, bad stigma. Um, the aggressive behavior. I can tell you so many stories about me breaking a controller, throwing my Nintendo across the room. Games can be frustrating, especially multiplayer games. Um, to me, this behavior and and the anxiety and stuff can happen with anything not just gaming but if someone is it's like you talked about came being tired and need to eat imagine if before he understood how to do that how much more aggressive behavior and anxiety is he going to have if he didn't realize what he needed and he kept trying to play yeah so um i kind of think this was really cool um so i kind of think it would be neat for us to do but demi said we need to do an episode on how to help a child emotional regulation how to help them with that yeah i think that would be great basically what i teach kane um so and and kane is fairly good at now is he perfect no he has times where he gets upset and i have to remind him but he's seven (laughs) you know it's our job as a parent to kind of help our children learn how to grow and understand their feelings you know and understand where they stem from and what might be the possible problem like so I think it would be kind of neat to do an episode on that as well. Yeah, we um, should uh, have Ender be our test subject because he just admitted to all the rage quitting he does in, in games. So I can honestly... Um, he says he's the model of a calm gamer. I can tell you that's completely listen, wrong because he I, I, loses his mind at me when I don't do correct things in video games. That's so funny. Okay, and he's a so, grown-ass uh, man. <laughs> I, I have not ever broken a controller or keyboard or mouse ever. Are you okay. a real gamer? Uh, I am a real gamer. <laughs> yeah, I'm just kidding. Um, it's just, you know, my dad um, had enough money to buy the PlayStation when it came out, and that was it. He didn't have money to replace controllers and all that wonderful stuff. So if we got mad, that was our butt if he saw us throw that controller. So, yeah. uh, and he always made it very clear to us. And I know I've said this multiple times in multiple episodes. My dad always made it very clear to us that video games are meant to be fun. And if you are getting upset and frustrated with it and mad and angry, then it's time for you to stop and take a break. Um, and which is something I tell my child all the time. Um, but I do think it would be nice to kind of like dive into um, maybe some techniques that might help you as a parent um, also help your child learn how to regulate their emotions a little bit better. Yeah, I agree. So we will... Look at that. I really like that idea about doing that episode in the future. We'll probably do something like that next month. Research on it. Yeah, yeah, we'll do a little bit of research. I think it would be great to kind of go kind of step by step on some ways that we can help you uh, recognize some of these things and, and help you how to to deal with, with a kid that, that gets to this point. Because I don't want to be just, oh, they finally got to that point. Let's just take away the games. 
that's not yeah. necessarily the answer either because they can get to this point with anything. Again, yes. I will reassert this over and over and over. Everything in moderation. That's going to be my biggest takeaway of this. I will put the link in the description of this article if you want to dive into it a little bit more. It has a little bit more of the science. But again, just reinforcing that moderation, the screen time, learning how to manage it yourself and understanding how to help, how to teach your kids how to manage that time uh, as well can really go a long way, not just as their kid, but as they get into an adult. And again, I, I don't want to discourage the gaming world. I mean, if, if your kids play Fortnite, something big that just happened in Fortnite, they just opened up their creative. Um, it's like creative 2.0. You, your kid can literally go on Fortnite and make an entire video game in in Fortnite, like there's so many options and opportunities and you know you could take a kid that's 12 and next thing you know they want to be a video game developer so uh they would have never done that if you didn't allow them to have the opportunity so i you know i love going on this podcast and explaining to parents don't be afraid of gaming if you're afraid of it don't think it's going to completely corrupt your kid uh understand that gaming might become a hobby might become a passion could become a career not just and when we say career we don't mean you know, if you listen to last week's episode talking about streaming and all that, we don't mean a career in streaming. We mean a career in maybe they're a game art developer. Maybe they're a game design level. There's all kinds of stuff that they can do. So yeah. with that being said, we're going to say good night and goodbye this week. Uh, again, all the links in the description. I am James III. This is Kia Kane. If you want to catch us on uh, Kia's Twitch channel, we would love to have you. We do record these episodes once a month. And then uh, you can find us... Um, on YouTube under Parents vs. Gaming or on any audio platform. Don't forget, like, subscribe, follow, share, comment. All those things really, really go a long way. And if you're on Kia's Twitch channel, you're able to comment during the episodes and stuff. And of course, kind of learn all the other things that she does. And maybe you are into baking. She didn't mention that this time, but she does a lot of in real life baking streams where yes. she'll kind of go through how she does it and you can learn how to bake different things she is amazing with her cookies as well so that's always a lot of fun i have lurked in the background many times watching kia's baking streams while i'm working during the day so they are quite entertaining and you get to kind of really see who kia is away from the uh the gaming screen which yeah. is a lot of fun yes <laughs> i actually so, have a community challenge right now for people hey there you go donate their channel points to to have a pizza night so i will be making homemade pizza on stream gluten-free um, crust or regular crust i mean it'll probably be regular crust but i can make gluten-free crust gotcha. and i can also i also have a recipe for that um and i can also um people if they want to they can follow along and i will probably you know put like the recipe in my discord um, so people, if they want to, they can go out, get their own ingredients and follow along when, while we make the pizza. Hey, perfect. Well, thank you guys very much. We will see you next week where we are going to talk about parents becoming gamers and how that affects or actually gamers that become parents and how your life changes. And if you're here watching live as we record this, we'll be back in just a moment. Thank you guys very much. We'll see you next week.